Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of For the Long Girl Podcast. Well, we're originally going to talk about the supposed housing crisis, but because of what we were talking about beforehand, we're like, we just want to complain. And apparently, I just also found out that if you upload stuff to YouTube or anywhere, you shouldn't really swell within a minute to five minutes of the video. Because that's really how long like people that want to sponsor you check it and all that. It's like a minute to five minutes at most. Usually, it's just only a minute. So, I'm not going to swell. But it is bleep, 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 stupid convenience fees. And how a lot of places have them. It's not convenient. Well, the fee's not convenient, but... Uh, I mean, for us, anyway, it's not convenient. For them, it's like, it's like, oh, hey, more money. Sweet. Ching, ching, ching. And some Mr. Krabs meme, you know. Oh, the Mr. Krabs. I don't think you ever watched that much Spongebob going up, but it was a song where he's like, there's nothing in the world. Then the... There's no, it's, there's no better feeling in the world than the feeling of greed. Because, you know, Mr. Krabs is all I about money. I watched a decent amount of Spongebob. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you remember that or that or not. I'm, I mean, I do not remember the song, but I watched a decent amount of Spongebob at some point. I'm sure I've seen it. I mean, I don't really remember, but obviously I know about how big a money guy he was. I mean, you, but to kind of sidetrack for a second there is uh, you forgot to mention... You know, like, I'm sitting next to Brandon right oh, now. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, because he's in town. We're like, hey, we're gonna, you want to just record in person? Yeah, we would do a camera, but the battery's dead, too. That's okay. We'll be all right. Yeah. But, I didn't dress up extra fancy or nothing. I'm still trying to get this but, mic but, uh, what What got us on this side tangent is because uh, as we're recording this, we're about to go watch Love and Thunder at AMC. And the only reason we're going to AMC was, well, because he joined us last minute, that and... They're having a special edition popcorn bucket for love, for Thor Love and Thunder. That's pretty cool. And they did this for the last Marvel movie too, where they had a special edition popcorn bucket that I think people were selling for like two to three hundred dollars on eBay afterwards. Mm. I am not lying. I will look this up. But uh, I, but like he just paid me back for the tickets, and I was like, oh yeah, it's about twenty bucks with the convenience fee. So that's how we got here. That why convenience fees or. Uh... Well, I think more of a gimmick than anything else. Because, like, even, like, different things that you'll do. Like, for instance, like, you're going to go renew your registration or something. And it's literally, you can't go on, you can't go in person. You have to make, like, an appointment online first to be able to go in person now. It's changed a little bit. But uh, Brandon's popcorn bucket's worth No, 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 no. That's for the last one, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. They're now selling it for $100. 30 bucks basically on eBay. Will they let you only buy one per person? I would assume so. If you want me to buy you another one so you can have one for yourself and sell another one later, I'll... I'll just have one sealed and just like hold on to it. Cause the, the Thor one is cool because it's the hammer and you can take it out of the mantle too. Uh-huh. And it opens up and, you know, you have the popcorn though. So if you want, I will buy the other one. You just got to pay me for it. I gotcha. But, uh, yeah, we'll talk about this later. But, but, uh, but yeah, like literally it's just... It makes it more convenient for business to take your money to use the online features. Like, for instance, me getting a movie ticket at the movie theater. I also have to have the cashiers check me out. And uh, so you need more manpower to be able to accept this amount of in-person business. Like, this, we're just going to, you know, we're on the movie theater at the moment because yeah. we're about to go. But, yeah, uh, I work at one at the moment. Yeah, but you need, well, and even then, I used to work in retail, big reveal. Don't yeah. work anymore at retail, but we're not talking about that right now. It's another day. 
um, surprise, but uh, so so excited to be out, moved on with that. But um, let's see here. So yeah, they need the more in person business you have, the more manpower you need to be able to handle that business. So by being able to buy movie tickets online, I am making it to where your business can run more lean, to where you don't need as many people in there like for instance me having to buy a ticket you need a box office person actually i don't think most persons have box office persons anymore well they used to you know yeah, and but now I, but you know what they got out front of there now they got the touch screens to make you buy them without now, i was gonna say it's now more like the fact that uh, people are now um because more and more theaters are doing this now it's like because i've noticed this is more and more like you know hey we have assigned seats now because we also deliver food and all that to you yes so you know, so you can do that all at concessions now instead of, you know, box office and sink concessions. Yeah. And so you're doubling the time it takes for you to sit there at the thing, at the movie, to get popcorn and, oh, I want a snack. Oh, I need my movie tickets yeah. and all that. So then, to not have a ridiculous line, you need another person there, for example, to so you can do twice as much because you have they're, the person's doing twice as much getting a ticket and getting beverages and popcorn for example yeah. and uh, when they buy it online they walk in strictly get the beverages or whatever that they need and then they go and present their ticket and go to the movie so we're making it already more convenient for the business to operate and run it in a more of a lean fashion versus not and we're and then they're still charging a convenience fee for this yeah I'm, I'm just, I, like I, I don't like. I never like convenience fees, like because you get them for movie tickets now. Uh, when you go get when you when you know your license, whenever no, not just movie tickets. Tickets in general, if you get them from like any website, like Fandango, um, mm-hmm. Ticket Stub, anything for like not even movies for like concerts, sporting events, and all that, they almost always have a movie. I mean, not a. They always have a convenience fee. And sometimes for some of those, like a concert, you can be paying up to like two, three hundred dollars for good seats, and then boom, convenience fee too. Yeah. And I'm like, and sometimes those are the only way you can get the tickets. Yeah, exactly. So they can I'm just like, charge it, and then it's just more money in their just, pocket. Well, that's just BS. And like, uh, it's going to become one of those things. I know you don't. Do you have TikTok or do you not have TikTok? I do. I hardly ever use it. Okay, so I've been randomly stumbling across this page that I saw a well, it's a trend, and everybody's been stitching their reactions to it. And the person was like, "Tell me something that that's become so that tell me a scheme that's become so normalized that we don't even realize it's a scheme anymore." Oh, I seen one of those years the other day. This is one of those. This is is a scheme that's just become so normalized that we don't realize it's a freaking scheme anymore, and that is convenience fees. It's this is no different than shrinkflation. That yeah. we talked about. Like, it's literally slowly made its way in, and then we just accept it. Well, like, oh, to pay with your credit card, there's a convenience fee. Yeah. You know? And the thing is, like, business... No, but see, like, most places, if you pay for a credit card, you have to do, like, like the DMV. You have to, like, pay two extra bucks. And I'm like, that's BS. It is BS. And, I mean, it, that's just how it is. Because as the, the... What the business did is they passed the cost of the consumer. And so, because businesses have to pay, like, anywhere from, like, 2 to 5% of of all sales through the credit cards based on the clearinghouse they have to go through. 
So all these cards, you already you may have already known that, but all these cards, like Visa, MasterCard, Discover, they go through when, a clearinghouse. So the transaction is done at the business. It goes through a clearinghouse. They approve funds or whatever, and it goes. And so, uh, and that's like an automatic process. So they charge the business a percentile of those transactions based on the one. Like Amex, American Express is the most expensive one for businesses to accept. And uh, there's so there's another thing for you. So by them, oh, credit card convenience fee. So the DMV, that's the government. The government never gets ripped off. And it goes up like three percent. So or like three dollars. Yeah. So they never get least, ripped at off. At least the one in our town, and at least the one in our hometown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, no, that's normal. That's everywhere. Okay, and, I wasn't uh, sure. So you know the government. You can't rip off the government. They don't. They don't let you do that because they like their money. Yeah. And uh, and so now obviously. Do your little tax write-offs. That's how you get out of that stuff. But, uh, but yeah, going out of the DMV and they want their three bucks because you're using a credit card because the government's getting charged that money now, and like, they don't like that. It's not even a credit card. It's gonna be like your debit card. Cause I've used my debit card over there, and, and they're like oh, three dollars extra. I'm like, fine, whatever. I, I don't have any cash on me today. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Yeah, and there's I don't know. I don't think there's a fee for debit card use, but but yeah, if it's I've plastic, de- they charge you an extra fee. Cause who, I mean, who was paying in cash anyway? And so they charge everyone an extra fee, and they're making so much money off these convenience fees. I mean, depending on the job I had, I had cash on me too. Because like, if you're going to do your re- registration, you're giving them seventy dollars. Yeah. Three percent of seventy dollars isn't three do- three bucks. Yeah. And so they're getting three bucks worth. So they literally have made they're making even more money now than they were because they started charging convenience fee, even with the cost of them having to ex- accepting the plastic payment. So. I mean, check that out. And imagine that for your business. You charge a convenience fee. The guy buys a ticket for 50 bucks, but you charge a $3 convenience fee. You did that just as an avenue to offset your credit card cost, and you literally have another revenue stream just because of convenience fees or overcovering uh, that cost of that business of to have it go to the clearinghouse. People do this with free stuff like books. You know, People are like, get my free book. It's only twelve ninety five for shipping. It really costs... Three dollars. Sh- oh, okay, it costs three dollars okay. to ship the book because you can go and you can get a mass. Um, you can get like a, a deal from the post office to ship a ton of stuff. Like it's almost I don't know what you call it, like a. It's not a permit, but it's just let's just say permission because I can't remember what it's called. I, I know like they do that with like local businesses. Like if you ship a bunch of stuff, like yeah, like work with you and all that. Exactly. So you can get a cheaper rate yeah. to do a lot, and so that this person is getting a cheaper rate to ship a massive amount of items and they're charging you 12.95 for shipping but hey the book is free don't worry about it and uh, you know it didn't cost them that much to make the book so this free book giving away event here they're making money off of this from the shipping cuz they charge you more than it costs to ship it it's the same scenario here yeah basically like i remember uh, god i can't remember what it was it was like a image like it was an image saying uh it's like uh Ten, it's like you're buying something and it's sold at ten dollars. Then you know, uh, but then if you buy like something, it's like the total is ten dollars and plus like a five ninety nine uh, shipping fee. Uh, but then like you know, you then it's a other image and they added one item, so now they're spending like fifteen ninety nine. So there's no shipping, kind of like that. Mm-hmm. It's like you're still spending the same amount in the end. Yeah, exactly. You're just buying one other thing. You just move the cost around. Yeah. See, and this is another thing that's prevalent in like getting your pizza delivered. Um, not talking about DoorDash and Grubhub and stuff like this, but uh, like if you want to order a pizza, you know, there's the delivery fee. Yeah. But they're already they're paying their drivers to go ride to drive. I but think it's like 
two to three dollars i think per mile i think because I, I watched somebody on tiktok talk about like how they're driving and all that and how to get to get some of money per, per, per mileage or whatever or something so, like that so they make so they don't they don't just reimburse for gas they're paying them extra uh no i think they get if i remember i gotta find a person it's like they get paid x amount of miles like they get back in gas money i think it was well most businesses will give you a certain amount per mile yeah. it's not very good especially you have to get a uh, Sorry, continue. Well, I mean, it's supposed to cover the cost of gas, but when the gas moves rapidly high like this, businesses lag behind, and it doesn't cover the cost of gas most time. And uh, my dad has cause, talked about this before. Yeah. Um, I know. I remember Doordash was doing something. It's like every ten mi- every like ten miles you get or something. It's like, ten miles you ride. It was like a cent or like ten cents. I'm like, there's a reason I haven't Doordash in a long time, and I feel better about it uh-huh. and i probably should it's the reason i don't just anymore. because of the gas no not that really someone they're like i kind of feel like they're just like ripping people ripping their people off yeah ripping the people off is the best way i can kind of think about it yeah because don't they add a fuel surcharge but they're giving you all 10 cents 10 cents uh i think it was i can't remember how much it was it was like a stupid low amount per mile and i was like and, but this see, was, and this is like, I, and when when they announced it, I haven't dashed in about two months at that point. I was like, man, I'm glad I'm not dashing. But yeah, and see, and this is this is in the same rant of these items that have snuck into our life. That's yeah. a total scam, but that we've just accepted it. You know, we can make that a mini series too. Now that we think about it. Uh huh. Yeah, there you go. And because uh, we did shrink inflation, this one. But like, just like DoorDash, like, well, we're gonna add a, a fuel fee. Because how expensive fuel is for our drivers, but they're giving y'all a freaking ten cents for ten miles. I, 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 can, I can try to find something. out how much it was. I can remember. And uh, and but you, the thing is, they're charging that on every order. What if you do an order that's only four miles? Well, they keep all of that money then. And so, and that's the thing that I did not know at the time, but I made an assumption. I was like, you know what? I bet you that they are charging that fuel fee, and they're not giving all that money to the drivers, who should be getting it. Because it's supposed to be for them. That's what you said it was for. And uh, just like, what was my next thing? I was looking at the sound bar where it was at to see if I was hitting oh, the right okay, volume. So, okay, so let's see. I Okay, so this is I own, this is around like uh, mid-March. I own 10 bucks for completing orders to, uh, totaling a miles of, totaling uh, 185 miles from Monday to Sunday. I got an extra 10 bucks from DoorDash because of... I drove 100, 185 miles, and that was at the end, uh, mid towards the end of March. So 185 so, miles, and, and you got says, ten dollars. Only an extra five dollars when you accept and complete orders totaling 100 miles in a motor vehicle, at least 25.4 miles per gallon. That's an estimated extra 1.27 miles per gallon. What? At at 25.4 miles per gallon. That's an estimated extra one. Point twenty-seven per gallon. I think they're trying to make it sound like that's a good deal. So you're supposed to you're getting a dollar twenty-seven per gallon is what they're telling you. If I go a hundred miles into assuming my mileage, my gas mileage for that is twenty-seven miles per gallon. But twenty-six, please. That's 26. pretty damn good, isn't that, isn't that really high figure? Hold on, I don't even. Like well, you drive a Prius or something, you know, but. Like what about your your Chevy? What kind of gas mileage are you getting in that car? Uh, 
Okay, so let's see. I get 40 miles per gallon, it looks like. The automatic sedan and then the sedan manual is like, yeah, 40 miles a gallon, it looks like. Really? Man, cars have come up a long way since I've ever looked at it. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Maybe it's 32. Regular gas is about 32 gallons, 32 miles per hour, uh, 28, 20, uh, 30, 20, 39 combined city highway. Bro, what? <laughs> I don't know. But, like, see, I don't know. I feel like just doing that, like, driving 100 well, miles. I mean, so you're getting 10 bucks. Divide that by 185 miles. You're getting 5 cents a mile. Five point four cents a mile. I don't know if that's a lot or not. I just feel like that was kind of like a little bit of a slap in the face. I mean, I mean, clearly it's helpful, but one hundred eighty-five miles and you get ten bucks, and then but if you're getting twenty-four miles to the gallon, that's seven point seven gallons of gas times. Let's say it's four fifty. It's so that's thirty-five bucks. I, I just remember, and they're giving you ten bucks. I mean, that's. Anything helps. My only thing is, is that if they're charging that convenience fee and they're not giving you all the money from it, they're ripping y'all off. See, I still remember. Uh, God, I remember this recently. Uh, this is on uh, somebody posted this on a DoorDash Reddit uh, for the drivers and all that. Uh, one restaurant kept the entire tip for themselves and didn't give any of the tip to the guy. How does that even work? I don't know. I have to try to find that. See, I'll see if I can even find it because it could be lost in the Reddit Sea. But it was basically, it was like uh, he contacted DoorDash and basically, oh, the... the uh, Like the, the driver never showed up or something? No, no, not, not that. It was the, um, whatchamacallit, the um, direction. What would direction be called in this situation? The provider, the third party service, something like that. I can't remember what they said. Or the technical word was. Like, they decide how much of the tip you get and all that. And I guess they decide, oh, this guy gets none of it and all that. They get to decide that? I, I, apparently, for this restaurant, they did. I can't remember where it was at, and this was, like, a, like three weeks ago, so I maybe misremembering some stuff. But I just remember, like, they said basically said, oh, they decide how much you get, not us, for, from the tip that the person gave. Wow. And they, 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 they didn't give him anything, so he only got, like, two bucks. So they probably do that for all of them. Maybe. I'm not 100% sure. I honestly haven't DoorDash or kept up with anything in like about three or four months. Yeah. Honestly, I kind of feel good because I was just kind of getting crappy orders, getting like $2, $3, with the possibility of getting more to drive seven miles, to drive uh, 20 minutes, etc., etc. And I'm like, this isn't worth my time. I may end up at some point. I still haven't started like tried doing it at all. My bike yeah. at all, but like but, I just I just like riding the bike in general. Yeah, but it was also just like you know getting like two, two, three, two, two, three, yeah. back to back to back to back to back to back, and I'm like, it just destroyed me. Like, other than that, I was also when I was like, I don't know, it just kind of like broke me inside. I was like, I- I'm done. I'm but done. You're also here. Like, yeah. for instance, in a place like. Over there in Fort Worth, Dallas, or like in Austin, like I think the the earning potential is drastically different. Yeah, but also I wasn't making that bad before that started happening. That started happening uh, mid March. Before that, I was like, I can make about four hundred dollars a week and not get a bunch of those crappy odors back to back to back to back to back. Uh-huh. I'll get maybe one in every five would be a crappy odor. The thing also that don't that they need to fix is not. Hiding the tip. 
being 100% transparent on how much the person is getting. Because not everybody's going to risk driving 10, 15 miles or like 30 minutes for a $2 order. I'm not going to drive to Pecan for a potential $2 with the maybe potential bonus of getting more money than just 2 bucks. Yeah. See, and that's the thing that why I have not I don't have very good trust for DoorDash is because just like the tip thing people they had a program that people could use like a side app it would say how much the order was actually going to get because it would be in the code tip like the tip would be mm-hmm. so they could see how much the tip actually was even though it didn't show you DoorDash figured it out and they changed the code so you couldn't see it like what are you, what are they hiding that's just they don't want they, they want some people to go or people that always like being the top dash or which is like basically accepting almost every single order you get, not having an acceptance rate lower than 85, and not having it being a top dash roll. They're hoping those people that just cling to that so much will accept any order and just drive and hope for the promise of getting more money. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just I don't like that lack of transparency there kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, I kind of don't want to go back because of that because it kind of annoyed me because I'm like, I'm not going to drive all the way to Crescent, which is about, what, 15, 20 minutes from here? Definitely 15 to 20. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, drive there only for, like, $5. And there ain't nothing out there, so you're not going to get another order. And then I have to drive all the way back, too. Exactly. It's it's not like in this locale here. It's not like you're driving Silmore City. It's, like, away from everything. Yeah. To drop off something, to come all the way back. Because you have to come back because, A, you live here, and, B, there is nothing in between. Yeah. You're not going to get another DoorDash out there. There's one light yeah. <laughs> in that town. So, I mean, I don't know. Can you think of any other places that are... Did it convenience me? I can only or think something of, of that nature, yeah. Not to my knowledge. Uh, like, when you do some stuff online, they have some convenience fees. I mean, there's plenty of them, but... Which, I'm like, if, if the only real way to do it is via going online, don't do the convenience fee. That's just annoying people. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. I, I mean, I, yeah, like business-wise, yes, but if you want to make your customers happy, either don't make it super expensive or just get rid of it in total. I mean, you can get, I mean, in reality, here's the thing about it. If, if, you, if you put the cost of it in the item, I would never know, and I would feel better even if it was the same exact cost because I'm just mad that you put a convenience fee on a feature I had to go online to use. Yeah, exactly. Like Especially whenever it's the only way for you to get that item. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, like... Like, like where are you, where you going like, to buy a ticket from? Besides? Like, where are you going to buy, like, movie tickets? Uh, oh, not movie tickets. Where are you going to buy concert tickets? Um... You can't just go to the concert venue and get it in person. You're not going to go the day of the concert or the day of the game to go buy a ticket because, guess what? All the good seats are probably gone. And all the tickets are gone. Yeah, and you're going to either be sitting in the nosebleeds or you're going to be sitting outside be like tailgating, which, I mean, some people like tailgating, but if you weren't planning on tailgating and you wanted to go inside and try to catch a ball or whatever or get some stuff, boom, you can't. Yeah. Yeah, I just... I just think it's a like like the video said it's just a big scam. It's it's, it's a scam that's become so normalized. And it's and it's just it, at the end of the day it's been passed on from the business the business realized they can pass it to the consumer. And now the consumer is you know worse off for it essentially. Yeah. I mean I don't I don't 100% disagree with how the business <coughs> chooses to get to that point. 
you know, if I was running the business of that nature, that may be something I would do. I'd probably try to wrap the convenience fee into the item cost to where it's not obvious because then you don't even realize you're paying for it. Just like shrinkflation where the, the size of the item shrinks by 0.2 ounces. Nobody notices, but it's the same cost. You still achieve the same effect here. Now, ultimately, I don't like the just like we mentioned shrinkflation, just the being misled part as a consumer. Yeah. We're you know we're supposed to be informed consumers out here, just like how you know probably traded companies have to do certain they have to abide by certain rules so that because the consumer is supposed to be public, have public knowledge just like everyone else does. Why wow, there's no insider training and stuff like that. So I just I just don't appreciate the you know ultimately the, like the misleading the, yeah the shadiness the misleading and how it's you know it's becoming oh well what we'll convenience fees is not a big deal whatever. Just like just like in McDonald's, this is this is something else that pisses me off. Uh, going into McDonald's and they have the touchscreen things, and I'm like, I don't want to use the touchscreen. I just want you. I know what I want. Can you click it in like four seconds and order it for me? You're just standing there. And they're like, oh, you can order right there. I'm like, I I would rather not. See those. Uh, it's kind of like uh, the same thing at the movie theater because we have those touchscreen things outside, but those are just more like. No, no, for convenience. Like, if you see a long line, and you don't want to like wait in line. You can just go to those, then boom, then go sit down. And see, and that's the thing. If it's for convenience, I'm fine with it. If it's for no, you must now use that. I'm not. I I don't like it. Cause I cause I've seen people go to all the one the one in our in our hometown go there and just go to the register and all the stuff. And see, I I, I don't disagree with. I just uh, I agree with having the option. I'm always the option guy of yeah. you having your choice to do what you would like to do. I just like for instance going to a store, like going to Walmart, and they literally there's no cashiers open at all. Now they always have one, but you know they used to have more than one. Now they will have like one or two cashiers open, and all the self checkouts will be open because what, then you're what, forced to use. What it. What time do you go? Because I always see more than one, but it just also depends on the time you go. Because if you go like almost closing time there's only like one or two then well, most of them well this is it's been a long time since i've been to okay. walmart but heb does this kind of thing too even when it's not that late like maybe at seven something uh they'll have just a couple of cashiers like just uh, no more than what i can count on one hand and uh but all the stuff checkouts will be open they'll have somebody watching them I, you know, it, at least it's still a choice, but I, I really don't like it when they're like, oh, you can just get check out stuff, check out right there. And I'm like, I actually want to check out with a cashier. I don't want to have to, I want to quickly get in and get out. And let, that's the thing. I, don't, I just don't like being forced to do it. Like, unless you give me a discount to use a self checkout, yeah. it has to benefit me to use it because you're the business here to make my money. I've already chosen to go to your store. Yeah. If, if my benefit is to get a faster checkout, well, then self checkout says, oh, it speaks to me. Now, if the other benefit, is, well, if it's faster for me, I want to use a person. I got three hundred dollars worth of stuff. I don't want to use a self checkout, which they don't tell you to do it at that point, anyways. Yeah. But you know, I would if it had a discount. Then I would go to the self checkout because they have some with the conveyor belts and the self checkout thing. Yeah, they have those in Walmart. And wait, the self checkouts with the conveyor belts? Yeah, they got a couple there with the conveyor belt next to where they used to have all the knickknacks uh, like I don't, think, like I don't stuff. think I was there. I've seen it a couple years ago. I would not. I would highly doubt they got rid of it. They're not easy to see. They're kind of hidden. The aisles are not very wide there. Uh, on the left, like if you're looking towards the front of the store, okay. If, check if, out. If we go it's Wal- near where these were. If oh. we if we go to the Walmart today to go pick up your energy drink, point it out to me if you see it. Yeah, I've never caught seeing that. But see, also, 
self-checkouts used to be also a thing with fast that it was 15 items or less you use it yeah now it's like that's gone yeah because they just want you to use it regardless because the self-checkout is free it's just electricity running yeah. they don't have a person being paid to do that they just have one person that watches six of them yeah which is a great I, it's a great business idea it, it saves money it may, employs less people you know, which saves yeah. money. It's not good for the people, but it's not. It's good for the business. It's it's a good bad because you know, good for the business, a little bit bad for the economy because that you know gets rid of jobs and that's the whole different argument of should we be making everything autonomous and all that? Because you know, you've heard that argument yeah. before. Yeah, and I'm more like a yes and no kind of person on myself on that. See, here's the thing. That's another thing we could probably talk about one day. It's like, yeah, because like, I've gone both sides on this. Hmm. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have to hit that another day because that's a whole other big thing I can open up. I I got a lot of opinions. So yeah, how long we got? How long we been? Uh, almost thirty minutes. Okay, I think we did pretty decent. Yeah. Hey, right, you guys, thank you for listening to this episode of For the Long Hour Podcast. Like always, you guys can follow us on YouTube at For the Long Hour Podcast, on Instagram at For the Long Hour Podcast, and any email, business inquiries, anything like that, you guys can do that at ftlhpodcast at gmail dot com. That is ftlh. Uh, say it Ooh. for me ftlh just like for the long haul ftlh podcast at gmail.com y'all have a good one bye